as a business owner, you're always looking for ways to save time in your business, but you want to make sure that you're not cutting corners in one place and causing additional problems down the road. This holds true when you're doing your bookkeeping as well. I always tell my clients when they're setting up their bookkeeping systems to make sure that they're capturing information that will be helpful for them when it comes time to prepare their tax returns. But tax compliance shouldn't be your only concern when you're doing your bookkeeping. If there are certain items that you want to track in your bookkeeping, you need to set those processes up in the beginning so that you can see the results at the end of the month, the quarter, or even the year. Remember the saying, garbage in is garbage out. This is true in your bookkeeping as well. When you're utilizing a computerized software system to track your bookkeeping, I'm sure you've noticed how easy it can be to have your banking transactions automatically feed into your bookkeeping system. There's also ways that you can have them automatically categorized for you by using bank rules. In theory, this is a great system, but it can cause problems in your bookkeeping if you're not careful about how everything is set up from the beginning. In today's podcast episode, I'm going over what bank feeds and bank rules are and how to ensure that you have everything set up appropriately so that you can have accurate financial statements, which will then allow you to make sound business decisions. It doesn't matter if you're just getting started with your business, you're a self-employed individual, a solopreneur, entrepreneur, small business owner, bookkeeper, or virtual assistant. You want to make sure that you're utilizing processes that are available to you in a way that you're truly saving time and not creating another task that will take even more time to straighten out in the end. I've seen how easily this can happen to business owners when they think they have everything recorded correctly only to find that their financial statements are a mess and their tax preparer won't even prepare their tax return. I've had lots of projects like this come through my business in just the last month, so I want to help you avoid this costly mistake. Listen in as I walk you through steps that you can take today to ensure that your bookkeeping is on the right track. You're listening to the Mastering Your Small Business Finances podcast, where we get straight to the point on topics that ultimately affect your bottom line. That's right. As an entrepreneur with a small business, money management, growth, marketing, they all affect your bottom line. I'm your host, Chris Ponick. I'm a certified public accountant, and I've been helping small business owners like you navigate and easily understand these complicated topics for over 25 years. I'm a wife, a mom, a grandmother, and a small business owner myself, so I know your time is valuable. In my free time, I make the best sugar cookies and have mastered an amazing chocolate chip cookie recipe. And that's not just my opinion. You're in the right place. I promise your time will be well spent here. Each week you'll gain confidence and clarity while making a successful impact on your business and grow your bottom line. Get comfy, grab a cookie, and let's get straight to the point with this week's episode. Over the last 20 plus years of doing bookkeeping, 
I've learned a thing or two about what works for not only my bookkeeping business, but also for other business owners. I know sifting through the available options takes time. I want you to know about two solutions that will not only save you time, but they'll keep you in compliance and reduce stress. Do you want to reduce your stress level? First, I highly recommend you check out QuickBooks Online. I've used QuickBooks for over 20 years and they really know how to streamline processes and make your bookkeeping and recording your transactions simple and easy. QuickBooks is one of the top software solutions used by small business owners and I would say that over 95% of my clients are using QuickBooks for their business. The bank feeds save you so much time and I can help you save 50% off your first three months. Second, payroll changes are hard to keep up with, and I know how frustrating this can be. That's why I recommend ADP as your payroll solution. I've used ADP to process payroll for years and years, and they are one of the industry-leading payroll and HR solutions serving over 900,000 businesses. By using ADP, you can run your payrolls faster, easier, and with confidence. It doesn't matter if you have one employee or over 100. They'll help you pay your employees and taxes accurately and on time. You'll have peace of mind with all the resources you need, and they'll keep you in compliance by meeting reporting deadlines and process W-2s at your end. I work closely with ADP and I can help you save 15% off your services and take advantage of their promotions. Head over to financialadventure.com resources and learn about why choosing these resources matter to your business. They've made a significant impact in my business and I'm sure you'll agree they'll benefit your business as well. Welcome back. I wanted to take some time to talk to you about how to manage your bank feeds as well as your bank rules. These options are normally available to you if you're using a computerized software system for your bookkeeping. But in today's episode, I'm going to be referring to QuickBooks and QuickBooks Online specifically. Much of what I say will also relate to other computerized software systems, so make sure you follow the tips to manage your bookkeeping system, whether you're using QuickBooks or another computerized software system. For a quick introduction, when you use a computerized software system for your bookkeeping, you normally have an option to link your bank account to your bookkeeping software system so that you don't need to manually enter each transaction. This is indeed a time saver, but you need to know that even though these transactions don't need to be manually entered, you still need to take the time to record them properly. In a typical situation, your bank will bring in your transactions and you'll see them in a download area for your review. In QuickBooks, you can look in your banking tab to see your bank accounts. Then you can select which bank account you want to view and you'll see all of the transactions that have been downloaded and are ready for your review. You can also view the transactions that have been downloaded and have been categorized or excluded in this same area by selecting the appropriate tab in the banking area. Each transaction that has been downloaded and is in your for review area will need to be reviewed and added to your books. If you have already recorded the transaction, you'll have the option to match the downloaded transaction to your original entry. For example, you may have already entered a check for your utilities for the month, 
When this check clears the bank, it will be included in your For Review area from the downloads, and you can then simply match this transaction to the check that you've already entered into your books. This is the first area that I want to stress the importance on today. When the transactions are downloaded, there are normally a category that's suggested for you to use when you need to add the transaction to your books. Don't just assume that this category is correct. Make sure that you actually take time to review the transaction and if the category that's suggested for you is incorrect, you have the option to change it to the correct account or category. All you need to do is click on the transaction and you'll have the option to categorize it to the correct category or account. You also have the option to split the transaction into multiple categories or accounts as well. This is helpful for whenever you have a transaction that involves multiple items. Let's say for example you made a purchase at an office supply store where you bought office supplies as well as a new telephone. You can easily categorize the total for your office supplies as office expense and your new phone could be categorized as telephone expense. The total of both split categories will equal the total of that one transaction. This is also where you can split the principal and interest portions of a loan payment that you pay so that your loan balance and your interest expense would always reflect the correct amounts. Once you see how the bank feeds are coming into your bookkeeping software, you can take being efficient with your bookkeeping one step further. You can set up bank rules so that you can have QuickBooks automatically pre-fill information for you in the transactions that have been downloaded into your bookkeeping software. When you set up bank rules, you have the option to set up the rule so that QuickBooks will suggest the information you set up in the rule. Or you can always have the bank rule automatically record the transaction into your books. To set up a rule, you would click on the downloaded transaction, just like I mentioned previously when you want to change the category or account, and then you'll see the option to create a rule. When you click on Create a Rule, you're able to name the rule as well as create the rule around that specific transaction. You can specify the transaction type, category, payee, and you can select if you'd like this rule to automatically confirm the transaction. Make sure that the information that you provide in this area is accurate. If you like the thought of having QuickBooks automatically know which category and vendor you want this transaction to go into, but you don't quite feel comfortable with having that transaction automatically confirmed, you don't need to select the auto add option. It will still save you time by having the reoccurring transactions automatically populated with the correct information. When you follow these steps, you'll save time and be efficient with recording your transactions into your bookkeeping software. But if not done correctly, you may find a bigger task that you need to work on in the future. I mentioned earlier in the podcast that I've seen quite a few projects come into my office that have had issues with this same process. 
This is why I thought this episode was so important to talk to you about today. Regardless of if you are utilizing the bank feeds and or the bank rules, you still need to reconcile your bank accounts. When you do this, you'll find out if all of the transactions that have gone in and out of your bank account have been recorded. It's also a time when you will find out if there are any duplicate transactions that have been entered. Make sure that you're doing a reconciliation for all of your accounts to ensure that you have accurate information. Once your bank reconciliations have been done, you should be reviewing your balance sheet and your income statement or your profit and loss report. Here is where you can see if you have any issues from the transactions that have been reviewed or automatically recorded from your bank feeds and bank rules. I've worked with clients who thought everything was being recorded correctly until they started looking at their financial statements and nothing was making sense. There were transactions that should have been recorded as insurance, but they were recorded as office expense. Transactions that should have been recorded as a telephone expense that had been recorded as interest and so many other transactions that were categorized incorrectly. All of these errors are fixable, but they do take time. This is where I want you to be proactive and take the initiative to spend a small amount of time in the beginning to save a large amount of time down the road. I want you to make sure that when you're categorizing your transactions for review in the bank feeds area, that you're taking your time and categorizing them correctly from the start. If you're unsure of the category, make sure that you reach out to your accountant or your tax preparer for help. If you're using bank rules, I want you to periodically review the bank rules to ensure that you have them set up appropriately, especially if you're utilizing the auto add function and you don't have to review the transaction before it gets automatically added to your books. To review your bank rules, you simply can go to your banking tab and select rules from the top list of menu items. When you do this, you'll see all of the bank rules that you've already set up. You may find some rules in here that are not set up correctly and need to be edited so that future transactions will be recorded accurately. You can click on each rule to view the information and you can edit them if needed. If you have rules that are set up as an auto-add and you no longer want these automatically added, you can change this option in the rules section as well. By making sure that you're proactive in recording transactions correctly from the start, you'll be able to rely on the information in your financial statements. Remember the garbage in, garbage out saying, don't just review a transaction and enter anything in for a category or account. If you're unsure and you want to keep moving forward with reviewing your transactions, you can always use the Ask My Accountant category. This account works really well for you to put all of your questionable transactions into one place so that you can ask questions about them in the future. If you don't already have this account, you can go to your chart of accounts to add it as an expense so that you can start using it in the future. If you're a service-based business owner struggling with your bank rules, bank feeds, or any other part of your bookkeeping or business, please let me know. I understand that this is the time of the year that many business owners struggle with their bookkeeping and financial statements 
because they need to have their tax return prepared. Please know that I am here for you to help when it comes to mastering your small business finances. Your business finances are impacted by much more than just your bookkeeping and your financial knowledge. If you're interested in scheduling a free consultation session with me, you can go to financialadventure.com contact hyphen us and select a time that works well with your schedule. I only offer a few of these one-hour consultation sessions each week. During your consultation session, we'll work together to go over where you currently are in your business and where you'd like to see yourself and your business in the future. We'll also go over my Master Your Business Foundation Diagnostic Assessment so that you can fully understand the strength of your business foundation. I'll post links to these and other valuable resources for business owners and bookkeepers where you're listening to this podcast and in the show notes. All right, to recap this episode. Number one, managing your bank feeds as well as your bank rules are normally available to you if you're using a computerized software system for your bookkeeping, such as QuickBooks or QuickBooks Online. Number two, you have an option to link your bank account to your bookkeeping software system so that you don't need to manually enter each and every transaction. This is indeed a time saver, but you need to know that even though these transactions don't need to be manually entered, you still need to take the time to record them properly. Number three, each transaction that has been downloaded and is in your review area will need to be reviewed and added to your books. If you've already recorded the transaction, you'll have the option to match the downloaded transaction to your original entry. Number four, when the transactions are downloaded, there's normally a category that's suggested for you to use when you need to add the transactions to your books. Don't just assume that this category is correct. Make sure that you actually take the time to review the transaction, and if the category that's suggested for you is incorrect, that you take the time to change it to the correct account. All you need to do is click on the transaction and you'll have the option to categorize it to the correct category or account. You'll also have the option to split the transaction into multiple categories or accounts as well. Number five, you can set up bank rules so that you can have QuickBooks automatically pre-fill information for you in the transactions that have been downloaded into your bookkeeping software. Number six, when you set up bank rules, you have the option to set up the rule so that QuickBooks will suggest the information you set up in the rule, or you can also have the bank rule automatically record the transaction into your books. Number seven, to set up a bank rule, you would click on the downloaded transaction, just like I mentioned previously, when you want to change the category or account, and then you'll see the option to create a rule. When you click on create a rule, you are able to name the rule as well as create the rule around that specific transaction. You can specify the transaction type, category, payee, and select if you'd like this rule to automatically confirm the transaction. Make sure that the information you provide in this area is accurate. Number eight, if you don't quite feel comfortable with having the transaction automatically confirmed, 
you don't need to select the Auto Add option. This will still save you time by having reoccurring transactions automatically populated with the correct information when you manually add them to your books. Number nine, you'll save time and be efficient with recording your transactions into your bookkeeping software, but if not done correctly, you may find a bigger task that you need to work on in the future. Number 10, regardless of if you are utilizing the bank feeds and bank rules, you still need to reconcile your accounts. When you do this, you'll find out if all of the transactions that have gone in and out of your bank account have been recorded. It's also a time when you will find out if there are any duplicate transactions that have been entered. Make sure that you're doing a reconciliation for all of your accounts to ensure that you have accurate information. Number 11, once your bank reconciliations have been done, you should be reviewing your balance sheet and your income statement or your profit and loss report. Here is where you can see if you have any issues from the transactions that have been reviewed or automatically recorded from your bank feeds and your bank rules. Number 12, take the initiative to spend a small amount of time in the beginning to save a large amount of time down the road. I want you to make sure that when you're categorizing your transactions for review in the bank feeds area, that you're taking your time and categorizing them correctly from the start. If you're unsure of the category, make sure that you reach out to your accountant or your tax preparer for help. If you're using bank rules, I want you to periodically review your bank rules to ensure that you have them set up appropriately, especially if you're utilizing the auto add function and you don't have to review the transaction before it gets automatically added to your books. Number 13, to review your bank rules, you can simply go to your banking tab and select rules from the top list of menu items. When you do this, you'll see all of the bank rules that you have already set up. You may find some rules in here that are not set up correctly and need to be edited so that future transactions will be recorded accurately. You can click on each rule to view the information and you can edit them if needed. If you have rules that are set up as an auto add and you no longer want these transactions automatically added, you can change this option in the rules section as well. Number 14, by making sure that you're proactive in recording transactions correctly from the start, you'll be able to rely on the information in your financial statements. If you're unsure and you want to keep moving forward with reviewing your transactions, you can always use the Ask My Accountant category. Number 15. If you're a service-based business owner struggling with your bank rules, bank feeds, or any other part of your bookkeeping or business, please know that I'm here to help you when it comes to mastering your small business finances. Your business finances are impacted by much more than just your bookkeeping and your financial knowledge. If you're interested in scheduling a free consultation session with me, you can go to financialadventure.com slash contact hyphen us and select a time that works well with your schedule. During your consultation session, we'll work together to go over where you currently are in your business and where you'd like to see yourself and your business in the future. We'll also go over my Master Your Business Foundation Diagnostic Assessment so that you can fully understand the strength of your business foundation. And you know I'm going to ask, 
What's at least one thing that you'll take away from this episode that will help your business succeed and grow your bottom line? If you need some accountability, join our private Facebook community and post your action item. We'd love to support you. Thanks for taking the time to tune into this episode of Mastering Your Small Business Finances. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you, I'd love for you to give it a five-star rating and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Visit financialadventure.com for the show notes, links from this episode, and while you're there, leave a comment if you have a topic you're interested in learning more about that affects your bottom line. If you're looking for a community where you can ask questions and get feedback about your small business, join my private Facebook group. You can find the links to this group and more on financialadventure.com. And remember, any financial information shared on this podcast is not to be considered professional, financial, or tax advice and should not be solely relied upon. Please consult your CPA or tax advisor for an opinion on your specific circumstances. I'm looking forward to having you tune in next time. Until then, dream big, follow your heart, and love what you do.